Thank you for tuning in to Diaries of a Dom, plus questions answered with me, Chastity Queen. Today I have a task for you that you may have already attempted or are quite familiar with, or you might be a newbie and have never done it before. And then afterwards I will talk a little bit about the benefits of BDSM and having a femdom in your life as a man and the psychological benefits, the self-awareness, your improvement of self-esteem. And I will get into that in a moment. But first, your task, which is always very important to me. Now, of course, I would love for you to be in chastity. But if you are going to remain in chastity and edge for me, you can still achieve this task locked. If you are unlocking for this task, that will be permitted just for the period of time that you are edging. So what may you ask? Am I asking of you? What I want you to do is I want you to set aside some time, either today or tomorrow or whenever you have time this week, a moment where you feel especially sexually frustrated, horny, desiring of somebody. Maybe you're looking at their photos. Maybe you're enjoying some of my older videos on OnlyFans or clips for sale. Maybe you're looking at my photos. Maybe you are imagining my hand on you. Whatever your fantasy is, I want you to take a few moments out of your day and really engross yourself in that fantasy. And of course, I would prefer the fantasy be about me. You are going to imagine me in your room with a very beautiful, sexy piece of lingerie on, watching you and instructing you on how to masturbate in front of me. And as you edge, you are going to imagine my voice and me telling you to stop. Don't do it. You're not allowed. You don't have my permission. I am denying you right now. Keep your hands off of yourself for as long as possible. When you cannot stand it anymore, I want you to have a very wet hand ready to play with yourself. Maybe have a toy, a dildo, playing with your ass as you do so. 
And your task today will be after edging and fantasizing and hearing my voice saying, stop, stop touching yourself, you little naughty slut. No, you may not be unlocked. I want you locked up in chastity. No, you may not come. And I want it to become so ridiculously hard to resist that you finally come. And when you do, here is my punishment. You will eat that cum. You will lick it off of your fingers. You will swallow it as punishment for being a dirty little slut. So that is my task for you. And I know you will be successful and please me as you work hard with the task at hand. So now I want to talk a little bit quickly about something that ties into this. I want to talk about somebody that I talked to the other day and a client that I had in my kink house for some time. Now, I'll tell you what his fantasy was, not completely, but generally. He had a fantasy that I was a neighbor and he was living with his girlfriend and when his girlfriend was away, I had him come visit me. And when he came to visit me, I would tell him how sexy he was, how hot, and how I wanted to see him jerk off for me. And we had some really fun sessions. These were not degradation sessions. These were not humiliation sessions. And one time I did put him in chastity, and it just veered a little bit too much on a humiliating sensation for him. And I'll give you a background as to what he's all about without giving you any personal details. Of course, I never will divulge anything about uh, the people that I've seen, of course, never. But their stories are much like the stories of others. And so this is why I thought it was important today and because tomorrow is Valentine's Day that you understand the benefits of a BDSM, a DS relationship and how enriching it can be and how loving and fulfilling and how how self-motivating and inspiring a femdom can be for you as I have been for many men. So... In this case in particular, uh, he and I had a very similar upbringing. I didn't know him when I was younger, of course, but we both suffered from um, a, a lifestyle, a family dynamic that involved a religious upbringing that was extreme and was also highly judgmental in the sense that uh, your appearance was almost what came first. Um, 
you know, the foot forward was always looked at, was always judged. And, you know, his life revolved around judgment. And when he was with me, he felt free. He felt attractive. Uh, he didn't second guess his sexuality, his, his magnetism for me as a femdom for him. And that was the purpose of his visiting me. A lot of men suffer from low self-esteem, but they cannot bring themselves to either address it or work at reversing it. And I think it's very important. And I think it's fundamental as a female dominant that you not only embrace the areas of BDSM that serve the degradation slaves, the denial slaves, the humiliation slaves, but also to serve the men who need a boost. You know, they look at themselves in the mirror and they hear all of those subconscious words that say you're not good enough, you're not tall enough. Maybe at home their wife or their partners or their partner says, you know, negative things a lot to them. And I think a lot of men veer out uh, from their experiences at home looking for validation elsewhere because of the negativity that is put upon them, that is pushed in their face when in fact they just need to know that they are loved and attractive. It really is no different than what females look for, you know, when they want that reassurance that they're loved or, you know, that they're pretty or that they made a really good dinner. Um, they were successful in their business day and they want validation for that, you know, and when they don't get it at home, they look for it elsewhere. Now, I'm not here to say that, you know, it's anybody else's fault for one person's self-esteem being low. It's not. We do have to find love for ourselves and we cannot look for outside validation, but I think we are fooling ourselves in thinking that the love that we have for ourselves is validation enough and that when somebody else notices us, you know, notices how our hair is done, how we smell, how we speak, how we look, you know, what that validation can be extremely empowering and validating. You know, you don't have to go out asking for it, but when you get it naturally from somebody and they say, you know, I love the way that you speak, you're very confident, I appreciate your personality, I love your style, you know, it's a wonderful thing. And the same goes for sexuality. You know, we really need to feel confident in ourselves, in our body, in our appearance, to be able to open up. And sometimes it's easier to open up. Well, actually, a lot of times it can be easier to open up to a stranger. And I was that person for a lot of men. I was that stranger, that safe place to fall where there was no judgment. I called myself the high priestess of secrets the sexual confessional. And these men would come to me and they would tell me what they went through in their past. 
And it became a therapy session. And so for this um, client who would come to see me, we would have our role play scene prepared. But what he told me, and I just had a session with him on the phone actually not too long ago, uh, he said that coming to see me wasn't just a jerk off instruction session. It was therapy. It was a hands-on therapy. So he would lay on the bench or on the table, wherever I chose. I would tie his hands down. And then I would touch him and edge him. And then I would release his hands. And he would be given instructions as to what to do with those hands on himself. Until at the very end of the session, I would allow him to come. And, you know... That was empowering for him. And it may seem one-dimensional. Oh, well, it's just a sexual experience. You know, even though there was no penetration, it's still a sexual act. It's still a sex work. And so people can look at that maybe in other aspects of life that are maybe more extreme or, or religious or whatever the case might be, okay? They look at any kind of... DS interaction that's paid for as sex work and nothing else. But when you go to a therapist for an hour to talk about whatever ails you mentally, you know, maybe it's uh, relationship issues, maybe it's psychological issues, maybe it is self-esteem issues, that's not free. And it's certainly not sex work. But you pay your therapist at the end of that session, don't you? Or at the beginning, depending on your therapist. And it's worth every single shiny penny because it helps you work through these things that are so deeply ingrained in our subconscious. The subconscious is like the deep end of the pool. And our conscious is like the shallow end. You know, everything is very clear and visible. And your head is above water in the shallow end. But in the deep end, unless you know how to traverse and swim through those waters, you will just sink. And that goes for men who have low self-esteem. You know, for some of those men, degradation works. It's a therapeutic method. And for others, maybe jerk-off instruction is a method. For others, it's role-play. And for many, seeing a femdom, seeing me, was an uplifting, validating experience. Therapeutic in a very good way. You know, he walked with a spring in his step. A lot of the men did. He'd leave feeling attractive again. He didn't hear those judgmental voices that live in his head from his early years. And he returned again and again. And even on a Skype session with him, he felt such relief and release. And 
It makes me feel good to know that what I do has value. You know, yes, somebody gifts me X amount of dollars for what I do, for the time that I spend with a man to help him work through a variety of different things. And it depends on the day. You know, I had some men that came to me and tried different things. They like to dabble in a little degradation. They like to dabble in a bit of impact play. They were experimentalists. And for them, it was a sense of variety. They lived in a very humdrum, similar way of life. Boring. And coming to me was always a new adventure. And that hour or two with me would last them a month, maybe two months, and then they'd return. Because they just had a life that was quite dry and that was okay for them. That got them to where they needed to be, to where they were planning to go financially. But they needed some fun. They needed some relief. They needed some release. They needed something different. And it is mind expanding, really, when you come to a dom and she puts you through the paces in a new way, for example. You come out of it feeling like the cobwebs have been cleared out of your brain. And everything seems crystal clear again. You know, I feel that way, for example, when I did talk to this gentleman not too long ago on Skype and we had a session. Not only did it help him to realize that, yes, I, you know, he is still attractive and I find him appealing, even though he said, oh, I'm this and I'm that. And I, you know, when he was able to get that off his chest and talk to me and I was to say to him, you are attractive. You know what makes men the most attractive to me? I'm going to speak personally from my own experience. It's not how big their muscles are. It's not how big their wallet is. It's not how obedient they are to me. It is their openness to my suggestions. That open feeling, I can see it in their eyes. And I love that in a man. I always look in the eyes first. And if I see a man who's stubborn, hard-headed, difficult, it's a turnoff. And he could be the most attractive man on the planet, according to Man of the Year or to, you know, some magazine that says this is the most attractive man. But if he doesn't have that willing spirit in his eyes, then everything else falls short. It really does. And that is what I notice about people that are willing to adjust their thinking, right? Because really being involved with a femdom for an hour or two or for a lifetime can be life-changing in that we will challenge your perceptions of yourself and we will make you a better man. I've made many men better 
You know, they've gone on exercise regimes after they've been involved with me and I've helped them mentally. They feel better physically. They feel like they want to improve their life. They want to better themselves because they know that's going to make me happy. But it's not just about making me happy. It's the fact that they feel happier. They don't feel stuck. You know, there's no drama. It's just me and them, the two of us. And there's no shame, 100% acceptance, as long as there is that willing spirit. So that's what I wanted to share today, that BDSM isn't always about the negative, about the pain, about the restriction. It can also be about lifting a person up. And if you're a femdom or a dominant woman that's listening to me right now, I want to say this. You can make a difference in a lot of men's lives. It's simple. What is your motive as a dom? What is your purpose? And if you use change and betterment and kindness in tandem with these other BDSM tools, you are going to get so much satisfaction as a dom in your life that you won't drop off. You won't burn out because you have purpose. And the majority of the men that are going to meet you, come into your life, interact with you, if they see in you that kindness, that purpose, that love, the desire to better others, then it's success for both parties. It really is success. And you will find joy and happiness, both of you. And I found happiness. And many of the men who I interact with are quite happy with their perspective on life now. And there couldn't be anything better in life. So that's all I have to say for now. Thank you for listening. And I'm not sure if this will be released uh, today or Valentine's Day, but either way, I love you and happy Valentine's, my darlings. Thank you.